Yo, what up? Yo, we ain't gotta say too much. Y'all like that? Oh, oh, that was Young Al. Uh, top tier. Uh, again, if y'all keep sending music, if y'all keep sending music, I'm going to play it. So, yeah. Always. Yes, I appreciate y'all. Anybody who, who takes the time to send music in, and I know it's a lot of music out there, but if you got good music and you send it, then I'm talking to you. And I'm not talking to anybody yeah. else but you that send good music. I appreciate it. Facts. Um... I guess yeah. I guess we'll start this. Let's start this right. Hey, turn, me, gonna get, turn yeah. me up in the headphones. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going to waste another up, moment. Turn me up in the headphones. Yes, sir. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK podcast. I am your host, Jay Easy. To my left, Hex. to my right, KJ from DC. And unfortunately, hold on, hold on. And we have one of our brothers on assignment. My man Irv, he's on assignment, but it's still love. In the middle is always Irv. Yes, sir. Uh, we love you, brother. Indeed. And we just we can't wait for you to get back. My nizzle. And, and, and we can we can politic and, and things be right. Yeah. In the building, as always. J to the R. Yes, sir. Indeed. Um, first of all, mental check. Wellness check. How was y'all's week, everybody? Great. My everybody shit was else? fucked up, but I don't want to talk about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all, like, uh, uh, man, it's no been problem. a rough one, but it yeah. is what it is. Yeah, it's been, it's, yeah, I feel you. Um, mine, mine's been okay. I, I so full transparency. I got my Aside from um, the two days you slept. Listen, <laughs> I got my, uh, I got my shot. I got Welcome. my, my, yeah, Welcome I got my shot. Yeah, uh, and I, I feel, I feel better today than I did. The previous couple of days, I got my my COVID shot, um, a vaccine shot, just for full transparency. Um, I got it, and yeah, not the STD shot. No, it's the no, COVID no, shot. No, need that. No, Everybody got to know, like that. what we talking that about. Was last we're wholesome brothers. <laughs> <laughs> we're wholesome brothers yes. out here. You know got, what I'm saying? Got my COVID vaccine shot. Uh, put in the arm, and yeah, slept for like a day and a half. Yeah. So yeah, chills, uh, uh, no, no, fever. On the real side, what's up? Tell everybody like what it was for you. Because oh, everybody doesn't always understand like how it goes for everyone. So um, I, I, 
I, I had the opportunity to get the shot a little bit earlier than most people uh, through my job. I won't say what I do, um, but I got it a little bit early than most. And when I got it, uh, my arm was a little, there's some discomfort in my arm. What does this discomfort mean? It, it felt like somebody jabbed me in my arm with a, with a pocket knife. Gotcha. For about a day. Gotcha. Um, uh, my sinuses was fucked up. Uh, I had the chills off and off for about a day. Um, and I was tired as hell. Yeah. Tired as hell. Um, but it went away. It yeah. went away. So I, I'm, I'm grateful. That was my first shot. And what shot did you get? I got the Pfizer. Pfizer. Yeah, I got Pfizer. Shout out to Pfizer. Okay. Um, so I, I got mine, and I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to say that I survived it, and I was comfortable getting it and that was the only reason that I got it so I want everybody to know that if you're not comfortable getting it take your time do your research yeah. make sure you talk to your healthcare physician talk to your uh your 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 practitioner make sure that you're comfortable before you get it because this is your body and you got to know what you're putting into your body before you get it yeah just piggybacking um off you Jay um one thing I could tell people I was I've also taken it myself um is definitely stay hydrated. Um, I kind of slept on that part of it. Did you? Yeah, and I um, actually went out and did some physical activity and only to get my uh, ring finger, of all things, cramped up. Um, but that was my that was my bad. I, I kind of slept on it. Once I got hydrated, I was good to go. Um, so just telling everybody out there, when you get it, Take it, take that next day off if you can. Take it easy. Just don't, just jump back out there and. Um. Yeah, yeah. I um, I wa- I tried to watch a movie. I don't know how physically <laughs> exerting that is, but I tried to watch a movie and I fell asleep in the middle of the. Mo- I was watching the Equalizer. Ooh. That's a good show, by the way. Oh, yo, Equalizer with Queen Latifah. Shout out to uh, Queen Latifah. Yes, um, the show didn't put lives, the, the show didn't put me to sleep, but the, I guess it was the shot. But I fell asleep in the middle of that. It wasn't nothing. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't physically exhausting, right. yeah. but uh, yeah. Um, so we we have a few things to get into. Uh, a few, we do, yeah, a few issues, a few things that come <laughs> up during the week. A few things you may have heard of. Uh, the first one, first of all, uh, like we always do, uh, we like to give our thoughts and our prayers to everyone who we've lost senselessly to uh, uh, injustice. Yeah. And the one that we're going to focus on today because of the circumstance of the week is going to be George Floyd. Yeah. Uh, the trial for his murderer. Yes. Yeah, I said it. No, you said it. Yeah, correctly. I said it. The trial for his murderer uh, has been going on this week and it's been uh, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Uh, Derek Chauvin 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 yeah. uh, has been on trial for his murder. And it, I just want to name the murderer correctly. Yeah, no, you're right. So you're right, you're if right. we all get that right, you right. Uh, the emotional toil that is that it's had on me, I didn't think it would be this much, dude. I, I woke up this morning. It's not like we cram for what we do, mm-hmm. but it was just a hard week, and it was a lot of things going on at mm-hmm. work. And we were passing things back and forth in the um, group chat. And I was reading some of it and keeping it moving. And somebody had said something on Twitter. And they were like, oh, matter of fact, my cousin hit me up and was like, yo, did you see what happened today? And I had to tell her, like, 
I can't take this in real time. It's too much for me right, mm, right okay, now. Okay. And again, we're the same people that we were talking about this a year ago when we were like, yo, I'm kind of softened by this. I'm not, I'm, I, I don't have to catch it at the time, at the time because it would hurt. Now I'm like, damn. I get it. I really can't I get take it right now. Did it? Did it, have y'all been watching it? Have y'all watched any of those? I have. I, I really was watching like this morning, and my wife was like, "Yo, what's wrong with your face?" It's been tough to digest, and I was yeah. like, "It's yeah. been tough." I'm angry. It's not, it's not at you. It's not at anything else. Have any I'm of mad. Have any of the witnesses? I know for me, a couple of the witnesses uh, stood out. Have any of the witnesses stood out? For y'all, as far as their their testimony and just, I think for a lot, bro? I think for a lot of people, it was the old man who cried. Oh, man. but but honestly, for me, it was the 19, 19 year old, uh, the cashier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told you this uh, off mic. We were talking about this, and I was like, he has no, he has an idea of how it's affecting him now. It will be in history books that he called the police. And he feels so bad about what's going on. I can't imagine what his life is going to be like because he has to not live with. It's not his fault. It, he did yeah, nothing wrong. Yeah, yes, not. He did. He did exactly what you're supposed to do in his position at his job. Sure. The I, I feel like the um, the the young lady, the EMT. Yes, that's what oh, she that's kind of fucked me she up. She got me too. Yes, she, she got me, me too. up. Yes, because she was there and actually able tried to add to. Yeah, she she was there and had the skills and had the ability to try to keep this man alive, mm -hmm. but she couldn't because they because right. of yes. these murderers that were there. And that just fucked me she, up. She wasn't allowed to do her job, and that is to, 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 to service, to save, to save life. lives. Yeah, that was. First of all, I know Hex and I have talked about this on the side. There's an Asian officer who's there, mm -hmm. and it's like you do understand the history of America. You understand how people are being perceived. You pushed her off hmm. trying to help this man stay alive. Mm -hmm. Not because he wasn't already in cuffs. Mm -hmm. Not because he was not under control. You allowed this to go on with somebody who is on the force. She's a firefighter. Just to provide help. You didn't allow her to come close. What does that say to you? How do you feel comfortable being that person? Whether you were right, whether he was right or wrong, whether you were right or wrong, do you understand what it has to feel like to be dying and somebody saying, hey, I can help. Can you just let me help? I don't want you to take his cuffs off. Can you let me help? And he just sat there and kept her off because what Chauvin is a good drinking buddy yeah the lack yeah. of humanity and compassion is yes. just overwhelming I mean at a, at a very basic level mm -hmm. and the most basic level. at the most basic level uh, 
there's no excuse for this. None. Nope. And I don't know any way to try to curtail that. There's just no excuse. I was uh, I was listening, I was listening to it on YouTube, right? And we've had this conversation before. YouTube comments section is like the worst place in the world on earth like co- the comment section on any website is terrible but the youtube comment no, section it's the seventh, is seventh level of hell, hell yeah. Yeah. yeah it's terrible but Dante every, wrote about this. every 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 now and then you find somebody who has some kind of a, a actual good point yeah and i was looking at um i was on youtube and i was looking at the comment section and there was one lady who uh summed up exactly what i was thinking when i when I watched the video, I've only watched it once. I can't. They play it on the TV, and you know I can't watch it multiple times. It fucks mm-hmm. my spirit. And she was saying it. It was not only was it the fact that he was kneeling on this man's neck and his face, but the fact that he was looking at the crowd and reveling in the his power. Yes, he was reveling in his power, and he was not. Paying, he wasn't even paying attention to the person who they said was such a threat. If this person was such a threat, well, you need to use deadly force because that's what a knee on the neck is, is deadly force. If you need to use deadly force on this person, you would think your attention would be on that person. We're, you would we think to, that. And we have to add in the fact that this is a person he knew. It mm. wasn't some crazy guy who's he could be hopped up on. No, you knew this dude. Yeah, and yeah, on top yeah, of yeah. that, Michael Smith really talked about this on what was it, brother from another, brother from another, yeah, yes, and he was saying this was his Kaepernick kneel. Yeah, it was a statement. A fuck you. Yeah, this was a statement to yeah. the Kaepernick kneel to talk about how man, fuck y'all. Yeah, and that's rough. Well, this was this also was a go to move. This man had, has, has done, has done this else. before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This was a go-to move. And this is why I have no mercy for this particular situation. Yeah. It went wrong. Too bad. Too bad. If you didn't go the way you thought it was, but this is a go-to move for you. Just like when you're talking about wrestling and you're talking about whatever, the finishing move. This was a finishing move. Yeah. And you you're, finished you're right. him. And you you're finished right. him. Yeah. You can't tell me for one second that he has, a, this is not a move that he pulled out from thin air. Yeah. No. Exactly. Like he, he, he was like, oh, let me go to, uh, oh. I'm going to move five. Okay, cool. Boom. Yes. And he's, yeah. What I put in group chat, it was like in 18 years, he had 19 complaints. Yes. It was something like that. That's I, a hell of a I could a be lie. wrong. I could be slightly inaccurate, but six of which I were think similar I was completely, to the situation. Thank you. So this is just I, part so of the course for him. This was, yes. yeah. this was exactly who he was. And if I'm saying 18 years, you had 19. It wasn't like six came in one year. No. This is consistency. This is who you are. Well, you have been. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. See, and, and when, just to piggyback on what you're saying. Yeah. So you remember the, you remember the, the, the dispatcher. Yes. Oh see, my God. See, oh see, yeah. Yo. So you're talking about who 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 was the most significant uh, yes. witnesses up to this I agree. point? Mm-hmm. I agree. And I have and I have three. And unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. Three. yeah but right. the first is the dispatcher. And the dispatcher, when she made the comment, I don't care if you see me as a rat. The first that thing means I thought something. was mm. that's big. Y'all talk that way in the police station. Yes. Yeah. There's been other scenarios in which you made comments. And you've heard people say, so-and-so is being a rat when they do the right thing. 
because it can only be attested doing the right thing right. that contradicts yeah. how we perceive the police to be. And sure. So that that was heartbreaking, along with the fact that she thought her computer screen was broken and frozen because it just mm-hmm. stayed exactly the same on his neck. Mm-hmm. Nobody moved. For me, this is a um, every every black life lost is is unfortunate. That's a fact. Um, unnecessary and and um, disgraceful. But what got me for real? I nine two nine means something to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nine two nine is, I want to say it's nine three nine, but it's nine two nine. It's nine two nine. You're right. You're right. Nine two nine is the day I buried my father. Mm. Nine two nine is the day my son was born. Two years mm. before that. Mm. So nine two nine. When I kept hearing that that day, it just it's it stays. It's it stings, and it stays with me every day. Not just the time factor, but the numbers is what it was it was the significance. And what I thought was when I heard the little girl, the nine year old, yeah, who was with the teenager as they oh, walked by, man. Mm-hmm. and I said to myself, I, "I all I could think nine to nine. I thought of my son. Then I thought of, hey, well, my daughter. We always claim we want to have a better world for our children than ourselves. Facts. And what broke my heart is that this little girl is going to grow up thinking." This is what happens. I was there when the world paused. This is how they treat us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the consequence of something so insignificant. Because, and I call it insignificant, meaning the, I know the interaction of the of the $20 bill and the cashier. Because I posed this to someone earlier this week in a conversation I had. I said, isn't it funny that they, they presented as though he knew it was a counterfeit bill? I, I don't know if any of you have ever gotten a... A fake bill, but you probably got it in some change from someone else. You didn't get it from a guy who's from the the, that's the movie version where Mm. the guy has all of this counterfeit dollars bills. Right. Yeah. Counterfeit dollars. So again, he's buying a pack of cigarettes with a twenty dollar bill, and as you present it, you give us the impression that he did it on purpose. Not that he received the twenty dollar bill from somewhere else or from some other change or an ATM machine. So that part I wanted to put out into the, into the universe, so other people can go. Yeah, you're right. I have had. I felt about a dollar bill and went. That's yeah. a little thicker than like they normally seem to be. Yeah. And you can't figure out what happened. But I guess what happened? You also bought another burger or whatever with that money, and it, passed and it wasn't you. So yeah. you weren't trying to dupe society. He wasn't trying to cheat the store for a five dollar pack of cigarettes. Because if you see him in the video, he has more money in his pocket. Yeah. So I, I don't like that that negative connotation. One. Two, again, I mentioned the children growing up thinking this is what happens to African-American men and women and that we will remain helpless in a situation without a recourse, which is why we called, you know, an officer last week, a D.C. officer to get him some, some clarity. Mm-hmm. The, and so my, my three people are, again, the, the dispatcher, the young lady, and then the older officer who was the supervisor. Oh, if, yeah. If you heard any yeah. of which, and I'm, I'm with you on how much I can even take, because I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I told y'all in the war room this week, I can watch it three times a day for five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, when you so listen so. to that lawyer, and I understand his job is to win. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Which, make, which makes him despicable and, and disgraceful because you sign up for a job in which you are made and, and, and paid from the police union money, mm-hmm. which comes from taxpayer dollars. Sure. Yep. So the people who are looking for justice are paying the bill for the lawyer who is trying to twist and turn the information we all are going to have to discern. Yeah, when that the, in itself is ridiculous. It's criminal. And when the brother sat there and said, 
You can say whatever you want to say to me. I am not going to be the angry brother. I got it. I see what that you're trying was to do. Heart. Yes. That was heart because he has to live there. He has to deal with these cops after this. The, the supervisor made the comment that it was it was excessive force. It was unnecessary mm, because yep. at the point in time you put the knee on his neck, he wasn't even fighting you. That's why you were able to put your knee on his neck. So at some point in time, as somebody, uh, 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 an actress made a comment or tweeted this week, the, the, the court case is certainly in the video. Now, I understand we got to go through the semantics, yeah. which, which is fine, mm-hmm. but, the, uh, but and I understand it has to be a defense. But the notion that you can allow somebody to, to blatantly in front of all of our eyes pose the question as he did to the supervisor, when was the last time you had to wrestle with a guy? And he looked dumbfounded when the dude said, oh, 2018. And he was an older police officer, so he thought, oh, it's probably been 10 feet. You're a supervisor now. You probably ain't done nothing since 1990. Yeah. And he realized, oh, 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 <laughs> right, uh, right. oh okay. It's been a couple of years ago. You have been in the same situation where he used the word wrestled with a, a uh, suspected individual. And he had to eat that crow to realize, oh, no, no. You can look at me and realize, oh, I look, I'm older. I know what I'm talking about. But I've done this too, and I didn't have to yeah. do that. Yeah. I didn't have to do that. And what happened didn't have to happen. Real quick, um, I looked up, so I, I was looking up uh, when they started talking about unnecessary levels of force. Right. Right. So I started looking up, because, you know, that's what I do. I looked up levels of force, mm-hmm. right, for the police department. Yeah. The lowest level of threat that a person can be is in handcuffs. That's it. Sure. That is the lowest level of threat. Not just standing there talking with your hands to your side, mm-hmm. not sitting down, none of that. Your hands cuffed behind your back is the lowest level of threat that you can be to a police officer. So you're telling me that at the lowest level of threat that you have, you still found a reason or a need to do this? That's what we doing? For nine and a half minutes. Just to clarify. Have you ever done any... Well, I was about to say... There are so many things I haven't done for nine and a half minutes. Have you ever done anything for nine and a half minutes? There are so many things I have never done for nine and a half minutes. Now, you- don't be wrong. I've played a game for nine and a half minutes. Right. I have, you know, breathed and, you know, cooked food for hold, nine and a half minutes. Hold your breath for nine and a half minutes. No, that's not possible. Try. Can you hold your breath Try. for nine and a half minutes? No. It's hard. But you can choke yourself out for nine and a half minutes. <sighs> Obviously. Um, the, the, the MMA dude... Really, kind of. I love it. It was it was so weird because in this situation, you have like an expert witness that is at the situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he was trying to say, "Here's what's gonna happen when you're doing that move." You almost, called him a bitch. It, it almost it almost feels like fuck. in in this situation, it almost feels like with so much shit that's going on, the creator just said, "You know what? I'm gonna put so much stuff on this that y'all ain't gonna have no choice." I feel like the creator's getting fed up now. Yeah. He's getting fed up to the point where it's like, I'm going to put so much on y'all plate, y'all ain't got no choice but to make this right. I had an epiphany. And this is really fucked up. And I'm letting you all know this now. We appreciate that. If it's not for his death, do we have the spotlight we have for change to happen? No, no, and I don't mean that no. in no. wishing no. George Floyd. Right, right, right. Everything I get it. I get it. For I get want it. you to understand it in real time, in the way I feel it. Right. If he doesn't pass, if he wakes back up, 
If it's not videotaped. Does France step out there on the... Dude, do you remember when we were sitting here and we're like, yo, France is out there right now about George Floyd. There are people in Russia who were standing out there about George Floyd. There are people all over the world standing out there about black lives. And this is where we go back, piggybacking off of what you're saying. As Americans, we talk about, we gotta, we gotta get this right. Yeah. We got to get this right. Yeah. This is, this is a very crucial time. Yeah. Are we capable? The consequence. I don't know, but we cons- gotta do it. As the consequence question. for murder has to be seen just that way. There's no more, we didn't, we forgot to turn the body cam on. There's no more. No. See, because now, see, the problem is they, they can't stop the citizen from providing the rest of the world. And that's my question. And that's my question. We've seen all these videos. Were any of them body cam videos? I've no. seen everything from all the people around. Yeah, people. Did, did we see? And, and I could be wrong because, again, yes, I can't watch one, this stuff. There, there's, there's, they, they did cut into one of, the, one of the parts where he's still sitting in the back seat. And I and I that got me as well because at this point he is handcuffed I as well. That. This is the part where they still, they're steady yeah. pushing him. Yeah. His arms behind his back. Yep. Yeah. He's in a seat. Yeah. He's on the edge and his feet are still yeah. on the ground. Right. They're still yelling and they're still kind of pushing and screaming, yeah. yelling. And but he's trying to explain to them every time you keep pushing him with his arms behind his back, exactly locked up, it's hurting. So they're they're deciding for him how much hurt you can take, where they can easily diffuse the scenario and say. Everyone take a break. Mr. Mr. Floyd, here's what we need you to do. As his friend said, you can't win. You can't win. You know what? I've seen this. This is when you shoot six people in an area and then you get shot in the leg and then, oh, my my bad. That was a white, that was a supposed white dude who was actually Syrian and you were fine with taking him in. Comfortably, and, and I don't uh, want to hear about allies. Yes, if we, of course. Get it right. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I just get it right. Just get it right. You can't this kill. Is... You saw his pigmentation, and they decided right then and there he wasn't a nigger. Boy, wait till we get to this next topic. <sighs> wait till we get to this next topic because that goes right along with that. It does. That goes hand in hand with you want to perk walk him in his bloody leg. Boy, wait till we get this next. Yeah. Walk him. Yeah. Walk him. But walk him. Well, oh, I mean, is that what you do with the, with the, slide, with the child? Not slide his... Cross the state lines with his gun? Is that yeah. what you do? You walk him back? Is that what you do with, with, with uh, my man down at the, at the Bible study? Before you before you took him to Burger King? Because hey, you knew he was hungry. I just, think, on, you know I just think it's wonderful. Feed him. I just think it's wonderful that the FBI can break into your house and say, you're under arrest for the capital crime, and you have on a t-shirt that says, <laughs> I was there. <laughs> It's amazing. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Am I being ironic? We're, 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 we're injecting humor to, to hide the pain because we yeah, always yeah, have pain. We start with the, we start with a child who's walking home with his skittles, mm. and a, and a, and, a, and a neighbor who's in the neighborhood who makes a nine one one call and says he looks shady because he's simply walking home. I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm so glad you brought that because because Trayvon Martin has been mm. heavy Come on, on man. my heart. Always in this because let's let him not be forgotten. I know this is George Floyd we're yeah, on right now, but this is where uh, look, man, we're still stuck on that. So no, yeah. we we haven't forgotten that. So don't. That's this fact. is going on now. That's so fact. 
Let's get it right. And if you right. really recall, remember, the, I think I want to say it was like the, either the fifth or the seventh podcast we did. We were we were shouting out names. Sure. Trying to bring awareness to some we're of the Didn't get names. as much yes. headlines. Didn't yeah. get as much yes. attention. And the numbers steady increase. And then I mentioned a couple a couple months back what the numbers were. The number of, of African Americans who died at the hands of the police. Absolutely. With no cause, no justification, sure. and how the number just continues to tick. We're, we're connecting the dots. Yeah. When you have a 12-year-old sitting in a park, playing by himself with a toy gun. Hey. But he looks, what? Well, that's, well, that's, that's like. just as suspicious Tell as the guy selling like. his CD at the, at the, at the, at the, at the I, convenience I, store. I just so want to know what he looks like. Come on, man. When, when you have, oh, you sell... Lucy's? Yeah. Oh, you can't sell loose cigarettes. Tell me, what is the danger zone for white people? And is this what for, we mean? Matter of fact, not for white people. I'm, I apologize. Mm-hmm. I apologize. I didn't mean to cut you off. What's the danger zone for police officers with, is it Lucy's? Is that is that a bullet? It, how, how many bullets does that count for? Okay. And how many case, bullets does it count for when you're a 12-year-old? Playing by yourself mm-hmm. in a park, Trayvon Martin walking to your dad's condo. Mm. What what is the fear level of white America with us? And see, that's why this is so this this is so infuriating because they they try and use the fear of their lives as the answer despite the person being a threat. Absolutely. Yeah. So Bullshit. what they decided is I have this type of job. So whatever comes out of my mouth must be truth. Yeah. And what we're finding is more and more, take it back to the Amart Albury, again, ex-sheriff, he's willing to lie his ass off about what actually happened. And then he found out his boy had taped the whole thing. Yeah. And from there we've realized, oh, officer friendly ain't that friendly it's murder yeah. murder is murder man. yeah we're going to um we're going to be keeping a, a obviously a close eye on this um if if we can't get this right come on man just like i said man i feel like I, I feel like we're at the point now like i don't know how people feel about you know the afterlife or deities or anything like that like whatever you feel is how you feel but i feel like whoever Put us here is sick of our shit. So now it's like y- y'all have to get this right. That's good. Like I feel like if 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 I'm if I have a, a a homework assignment with my kids and we can't get it, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you everything you need to do to get to this answer. I'm giving you everything. Mm-hmm. This is everything. Other than just saying the answer, other than just coming down and telling you the answer myself, I'm gonna give you everything you need to get to this answer. We have to get this one right, man. We gotta get it right. This is the modern day. Emmett Till's mom keeping the casket. Mm. It's a fact. That's what it is. Yes. Where, where do you stand on this? Do, do you see him as a, as really a violent threat? Do you see this as the way you solve a guy who gave a, a twenty dollar bill that's in question? This is how we resolve that. So anything. So jaywalking gets you what? Just shot in the foot once or twice. Because we haven't really seen just the, the, the shooting and then you still get to live. Right. We haven't seen those. We're wondering, how do you still survive? What, what crime allows me to still go home? So you're saying this is the ethical litmus test for America. Is it only breaking into a Capitol building that gets you, get, that you go home at night? Is that is that the only one? Like we're gonna get, is that it what it looks like? It. We're yeah. gonna come right back to that. We're gonna yep. get into that. So, um, we we are up on it. Mm. 
Um, I hate to be up on it right now. I swear to God, I hate, I hate it. But we are up on it. Um, just we got to get this right, man. We can't. We can't keep going through this. We will be back. We'll get some drinks. We'll decompress. Hex, give me one. U D K. Conversation off pod, uh, real quick. That was Young Mo uh, with Fallen, and I appreciate. Actually, I had a chance to interact with this young man, mm-hmm. trying to get the opportunity to play his music on the podcast, and he said absolutely uh, appreciate it. So very humble, makes great music, right on, and is still humble. And I found that to be very refreshing. Let me tell you something, man. As a former A and R for this nigga, X, that shit is. Nuts. You like that? Yeah. You like that? You Nuts. Like that? Yeah. Shout out, man. Right. Yeah. yeah. When, um. So go, through my trials and tribulations and my forty days and forty nights going through the desert to find this music, uh-huh. uh, I have come to the realization that the more I just let it come to me, 
the more I find. It's way better. It is. Because I'll literally be like accidentally scrolling through other things and then good music will pop up and I'll be like, oh. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have to go and it's research al- and find algorithms. It's got it's or something. When you, when actually, 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 no, because a lot of the people that I find aren't necessarily, they don't have a big file. They have a big no, footprint. No, that's what I'm saying. The algorithms for us is I don't need a lot of followers. Good yeah. music. Who just happens to be in this zone? Good music. That's and it. for some reason, it's like you just showed me do before. What's his name? Uh, 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 Jay Loon. I'm listening to it. I'm like, this is dope. And the first thing I said to you was, how many followers? Oh, yeah, I, 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 I want to say it said, oh, 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 oh. so okay. we, we played how many followers? We played that before. I think, I think, Hex gave me like 900 and something. I, I, went, I went 900 and I, then I went 18. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. And JR, how many did you give me? Uh, it was like, it was like, it was at least five. Six, seven. I can't speak because I've actually seen the number. Yeah, he can't speak. Okay, yeah, right. actually, uh, the young man before that, Jay Loon, he has 123 f- subscribers. I'm kind of upset at, uh, at the people who are listening to this because I'm almost positive you aren't subscribed to him, but you need to be. You suck. You. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You need to. You need <laughs> if to you don't go and subscribe to these people right now, and yes. matter of fact, all you have to do is go to our Discord. Yes. Which is. Um, well, there's no name for Discord. Just go to no, UDK Lounge. Saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, go to UDK Lounge UDK on Discord Lounge. and you'll find it. Um, and we have the DJ booth. Yes. And you can go there and you can see everyone who plays yes. on our podcast. Yes, you can. No doubt. And just go to them. Like, respect these people. Yeah. They are putting out fire. It's a cornucopia of, mm. of great music. Uh, we this were having a conversation. After the second drink break, wants to come back with cornucopia. I'm okay. Trying, trying to do a little something. <laughs> um, so we were having a conversation about good music and Hex was putting us down with something they had heard on one of our favorite shows. Right. It, it kind of goes hand in hand with what we're talking about now and that is there. there's a a perception that if you're not already known, you're not worthy of being known. Right. Shit. And one, one of the things we got to dispel here is that you, you have to start somewhere. You, you got to start somewhere. I don't know if y'all remember, if y'all ever heard uh, 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 Biggie's with, uh, um, with, with the little, the rap, what he was talking about, I must have had my weedies this morning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and that was, there was no Biggie. Prior to that, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Right. So there was, you know, there wasn't even the, the, the outlets to listen to music that they are. But when per- folks first heard that little verse he even had, people knew this kid is about to be fire. And that's was that's part of the problem. So what we were discussing this again, part of again, uh, I, I'm, I'm enamored with the Bill Maher show and, and the different things they talk about. But they, but he went through this little dialogue and it kind of pissed me off because being a musical guy, he's trying to give everybody the impression that what's hot is what's is what's hot. And if you're not known, and if you're not famous, and if you don't have all these likes or clicks, then there's a reason for that. And and I wanted to call the show. I wish it was a call-in show. I swear before, on everything, because the idea is that he put out into the universe the very thing that the labels that the machine wants to be the way. And that is, well, if you heard of it, there's a reason. That's because they're great. And his 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 whole notion and his his um, uh, statements were basically saying. One, you know, you know how hard it is to make a good record. And do you know how hard these songwriters who have these famous records and how talented they must really be in order to have done so? And so what my whole premise was was to say, look, let's be real. 
part of what you know about the artists that you know about is because the machine is making them exist. The machine makes them go. And so don't get don't get caught up for a moment in thinking that the person that you that you can find on any of the platforms that isn't known yet, that doesn't have enough followers just yet, that they're not the next big thing. And that that's based on your ears. That's based on what you find yourself drawn to. We we gotta honor that, man. Mm-hmm. And we have to put that in perspective. Because whenever we hear something, we have to know where it's coming from. Right on. So a stand-up comedian who has fought for seven years to become even known and be able to headline is thinking, if you're funny, you're just funny. Mm-hmm. And it will break through. Right. Different from music. Without a doubt. He don't know what the fuck he's talking about when it comes to music. <laughs> because uh, we got a dude right now who's riding the fucking Satan dick who's oh God, getting a number one hit uh, because reach. because again it's about different things mm-hmm. if you can just make a symbol make a thing happen mm-hmm. you can be a hit in mm-hmm. in the music business mm-hmm. ice ice baby was dope and it, it hit yes and it only hit once that's all you need. Now, no, don't get me wrong. He had another joint that that made a little noise, right? But it was a rap. We wasn't on the same rap. level. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Your turtles song was not the jo- the dopeness. <laughs> and, and you know I, what I'm saying? And no disrespect to, but I always, I always no, say to but KG, you're right. We need more Billy Oceans. And again, no disrespect to Billy Oceans. <laughs> and his point, I mean is, his point <laughs> is, it's okay to have 500 gold albums and not have. Ten platinum platinum. Billy yes. Ocean is never going to be Luther Vandross. Ever, we, we can all acknowledge that. Ever, but but his contribution is his contribution. Mm-hmm. It's called it's called following. Right. Yeah. You can't tell me what I think is hot and why it's hot. Yeah, and and yet not acknowledge the career that I'm actually having. Yeah. So what you can't do is decide that you're going to tell the world that everybody that's that's up and coming really have no platform. Mm-hmm. Really have no potential, mm-hmm. and that's and that's far from the truth. Again, remember when we had the whole conversation about Hole standing on the pool table yeah. when, when him and DMX oh, were going yeah. at it? God, did they have a single record out? No, but the neighborhood knew. And now what we talking about? Money yeah, dancing on the cool. ceiling. Um, Do you want more? Uh, speaking of DMX, uh, thoughts and prayers to him and his family. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for bringing that up. He had a. He's overdose. in intensive care uh, from an overdose. He has demons that he's battling. Uh, and thoughts and prayers to him. Uh, that's just, man, that's tough, man. Right. X, X means, he means, I don't, I'm not going to say meant, he means so he much means. to so many people just with his talent, just with his story, just with his passion. It, I can tell you right now for me, um, because I I feel you like going into I don't know X what else man. to say about Come on, that man. X, man. We got the same um, birthday, and by the way. Not, and we're not we just going to talk about and we're not just going to talk about like him putting out the two albums that both go platinum in the same year. We're not just going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the prayers, right? X's prayers are platinum by themselves to me. And- I, I don't. And this is spoken from the lips of an agnostic. I am telling you, DMX's prayers on every album, on the Great Depression, I want to say that's prayer four. One of the most beautiful pieces of poetry I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And brings me to tears every time. 
DMX is what I hoped Tupac would have become in terms of just saying being not someone who divided people, but kept people together and always talked about love. DMX made it okay to be spiritual. Oh, in hip hop. He made I think it before necessary. him, before him, it was either, you know, you're talking about it was either gangster, rah rah, shoot him up, which is cool. You talk about having fun, ice and clubs, cool. DMX came in and was like, I got demons I got to fight. Yes. And yes, I need y'all to know about this fight that I'm going through. And then he would say it in his music mm. and in his live shows. He would have a prayer. And I was at, uh, I've talked about this, I've talked about this before. I, I was at um, Cash Money Rough Riders. Concert, yeah, yeah. and to see the effect that and I was backstage. I'm not flexing. I'm no, just saying no. where I was. It was at. real. It was real. And to watch the crowd, because I could see like the back of him, but I could see the crowd. Oh, to wow. see the effect that his prayer and his presence had on the crowd, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. not looking at, because the crowd looking at him. Because they can relate. I'm looking at the crowd. They can relate. That's it, bro. It's and and it was the prayer, but the prayer for comes right before a minute for your son, and that's yeah. the song yeah. that echoes in my ears forever. Right, but it's a the, minute but, but, for your son. But is, the, but the, you can't you can't go right into that song no without setting no. the tone, and he does that. Sure. That, yeah. that prayer sets the tone where it's like I'm about to talk about some shit that's real deep, and y'all gonna have to come with me because I'm about to go somewhere. Mm. And, and that's the, the beauty of it is that he's both. He, he's trying to show, tell you, I'm one of you. Yeah, you know, you know, so I'm one of you. I know, I know what you did Saturday night and find yourself where you were Sunday morning. I, I'm, I'm, I'm that guy too, but I'm gonna express it. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why I'm asking for these, for these, for, for this forgiveness. Let me tell you why, why I need some, some consoling. Let me tell you why it's so important in my life. Because I know you go, you're going to gravitate to it as well. Mm-hmm. And don't think it wasn't intentional that Swiss knew what Jay was coming out with and that he was going to be the antithesis of that. So you could talk about my cornucopia and just antithesis like it's nothing? I'm just saying. We're doing SAT. We're doing SAT. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. We all got a lane to stand. So as usual... Uh, this segment was not supposed to go this long on DMX, <laughs> but I feel like once Hex uh, invoked yeah. his name, I need we yeah, need to go we ahead and just make sure that we, we we sent that energy and that love to him. Uh, we did have a actually we do have a subject for this segment. Uh, the first segment we kind of hit y'all um, with you know emotional you know uh, uh, Chauvin trial and, and and the effects of that. Now we're gonna kind of take it a little bit. To the other side, we're going to talk about political stuff. Um, So back in November, I like to reference this. I like that that day in November. uh, We had this thing called a election. And the election went off the way that the majority of Americans who voted legally wanted to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the person who was supposed to be elected into office legally got elected into office. Mr. Yes. Joe Biden, President yes. Joe Biden, President Joe Biden. So when they were having the polls and they were doing the, uh, you know, they were kind of seeing the temperature of the people as far as uh, what they thought of the candidates. When they talked about Trump and Biden, they said, well, who do you trust with jobs and the economy more, Trump or Biden? And they said Trump. A lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's a businessman. 
Right. Out, so out of business, man. Biden, <laughs> so, so Biden, <laughs> Biden said, oh, okay, watch me work. Mm-hmm. He has just announced one of the most, uh, one of the broadest, most historic attempts at uh, revitalizing our infrastructure, which means adding jobs, which means make it easier to get back and forth to work, which means uh, money in your pocket. And this is the infrastructure deal, $2.2 trillion. Let's go. Y'all want to be billionaires and millionaires. Moneybag Joe is like, we working with trillions over here, baby. That's what we doing. Well, it's time to clean up. Uh, Cut the grass. Something that I saw. Take the hedges away. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We haven't had a huge uh, influx of money in the infrastructure in 40 years. Yeah. 40 years. If you have a house, right? And you say, okay, I'm going to have this house for 40 years. And you don't put no money into the house. How much do you think you're going to get for it when you sell it? Not a lot of fucking money. If it's still standing. If it's still standing. It was, you know what I'm saying? Those, those, those gutters might be full. That roof might not work. And that's where we... And l- let's use let's use a better example. Let's do a different example because my example was great, but let's use... <laughs> no, a better one only because a house, a house can be exceptional because of where it is as opposed to what it is. Okay, yeah. And okay. America is a depreciating value. If you just let it sit, we've seen this based off of the presidents we've had. Right. Uh, okay. When okay. you allow certain things to happen, guess what? The dollar goes down. Okay. It's not. It's not a constant. Like, if you happen to have a fucked up house in Capitol Hill, guess what? It's still gonna be worth a fucking mill because it's Capitol Hill. Okay. When you okay, are okay, America, okay. you are meant to be a thing in this world, and when you keep depreciating yourself you get to be lower the the depreciation that i'm referencing comes from the livelihood of the people involved not well. just that not yeah. just that but the fact that of the top tier countries mm-hmm. in the world yeah we're like we're like a c but when it comes to our infrastructure, investing in ourselves, we're a right. C mm-hmm. when it comes to investing in ourselves and the uh, the party of fiscal responsibility and the ones who are supposed to be actually yes. concerned yes. with the economy and yes. making money, supposedly, supposedly haven't put any money. They haven't invested anything into our country to make it more valuable at all. But this dude who is looked at as not as uh, savvy land. as in, in economics or not job centric mm-hmm. is now coming in saying, okay, well, guess what? I got this for y'all. And it's bipartisan support from the people, but not from the legislature. Well, let me, let me say this for example. That's it's, wild. It's from, in, in certain parts of the country, you, what you'll see is let a, let a few potholes show up on, on a particular road. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> what they will choose to do is they won't fill the pothole Oh, they'll shut them lanes down mm-hmm. for the next month. It's going to be a little tougher to get to work. It's one lane for a while because we're going to fix this whole road. Mm-hmm. We're not going to just fill up the pothole with a little bit of with a little bit of asphalt. So now you, you, you don't have to worry about your, your front alignment getting out of whack because you hit this little bump. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. In certain neighborhoods, we're going to strip this whole thing down That's a fact. and set it up from the beginning and pave this thing. So, ne- so come next week. 
Oh, you ride and you ride over that new that new concrete mm. car, smooth. <laughs> you, you, you don't have to worry, no concerns. They're not gonna patch it up. They're not putting band aids on things that need stitches. They're gonna fix it. They're gonna fix it. And so what we have is some people who've tried to play the game, play the system. And they try to keep putting the little band-aids on things that need stitches. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is it, it sooner or later it catches up with yeah. us. Oh, President Obama used a perfect example of, of how we should approach the eating well and the diabetes and the need for medicine. And he mm-hmm. said, but if we were able to go ahead and make it so that we didn't have the food deserts and we were able to make healthy food affordable, we wouldn't have to worry about getting health care plans for people who have diabetes. Mm. The, the, the fix-it part. So we don't need the Band-Aid that temporarily makes it look like. We got to stop playing look like so that we can actually grow. And what, and what we have is 46. Yeah. Real man. Yeah. Say, let me tell you what we about to do. We about to fix this thing. Ooh, that number and, sounds good. 46. Let's go. It sounds so much more refreshing. And um, what we have to do is kind of, with infrastructure, we have to understand that it's not always a... Um, uh, fix overnight type of thing and we have to be ready to endure and be patient um, and, and ask that the job gets complete mm-hmm. and it, like you said the patchwork and it's not just shoved in front of our faces but we, we just have to be patient and endure and rally behind a true infrastructure you said 40 years it's been it's been 40 years since we've had I mean, a significant wow. influx of money into our infrastructure wow. that is fucking crazy who was the president that would be, that would be Reagan. Fun. It was Reagan. Yeah. Reagan. And I think that's when we were spending money on something else. <laughs> <laughs> we spent that money yeah. on something. We know we spent that money on Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold right? up, hold up. Uh, <laughs> I said that knowing who the president was and knowing to say that how that money got in. That's okay. a fact. Well, who, no, no, I was just saying. Hold up. Yeah. What's our favorite show right now? Snowfall. Snowfall. I didn't say nothing else. That's yeah. All right. well, yeah. Again. I ain't going to say nothing about Ali. All I said was, <laughs> I ain't going to say nothing about Ali. Money you on can, something else. Everybody, everybody can Google Oliver North. What you can also Google is get it right. Pete Bellier, catch the movie Kill the Messenger. Oh, man. Oh, catch yeah. Kill the Messenger. Okay. The, the video feeds, the, the live footage in that is real. That's not doctored. That's mm-hmm. real footage, real happenings, real events. Can't be denied. It's in the it's in the history. Yo, we sitting here doing opinion. the podcast. I said what I said, right? I just showed Easy my phone, right? Yeah. Who yeah. comes? No. Yeah. I didn't touch my phone. This bitch is listening. Of course, she I told is. y'all. Pulls up Oliver North. I, I told y'all, and I show it to Easy. Come on, man. We want somebody listen. We want somebody listen. Hey, something right. That's CIA. That's hey, that's we love. We actually do have love for you. I don't want no problems. Um, we got real lives to deal with. Well, that, was, that was one we of my. Need this. That I'm was just saying. That was one of my goals is to get no on somebody's list. Don't speak the truth. Then who gonna speak it? Exactly. But we got to do this. Um. So, uh, with any type of progress, there comes uh, resistance. Absolutely, and there is a part of your resistance that uh, that is primed and ready to obstruct in any way they can, called the Grand Old Party. Oh, I thought you were going to say the flag smashers, but go ahead, go ahead. That's another show. That's I'm sorry, my bad. I'm, I'm, I'm coming on. I'm bugging. That comes on Thursday nights. On. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Friday, it's Friday nights on Disney. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, but uh, there was I was watching a a video, and it was a young lady who was interviewing one of Trump's budget. Uh, AIDS, right? And they were asking him. Well, see, see, don't make that face. 
I like to give uh, I like to give both sides of the argument. Now, in this argument, you have truth versus lies, and nobody here is in the lies. So I have to find somebody who will give the other side. That's so the right. only way that I can do that is to have a clip. Yes. So I'm gonna run this clip real quick, and I'm gonna let y'all hear, it, and then we can. Um, I guess we can. No, we can react. So uh, just take a listen and just tell me what you think. You good? Yep. Ready? Let's go. All right. Well, to the extent that this administration would be interested in doing an actual infrastructure bill, uh, we would be supportive of that. I would be supportive of that. But this bill only has about $160 billion in real infrastructure spending for roads, bridges, airports, ports. And there's just a lot of other stuff that's wasteful, $174 billion for electrical vehicles, uh, spending money to replace yellow school buses across the country, and it doesn't pay for it. The, the pay for it that it has in the bill is an, a massive tax increase on businesses going from 21% to 28%, and it does it after over 15 years, after spending eight years of spending, and then the assumption is that that spending is going to just go away, and I don't think that's going to happen. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack from that statement. There's a lot to unpack. Uh, the f- go ahead, you buzz this on? The first please, thing, please the first thing that that struck out to me was him saying that there's uh, there's 15 years of um, there's 15 years of spending mm-hmm. over eight years. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me that we're going to be able to have this eight years worth of economy and then have to pay for it over 15 years? That sounds good to yeah. me. That sounds real good to me. I don't I don't know what he was trying to. He was, he was trying. Hey, if I could buy my house like that. That'll work That's out what right I'm saying. That that part didn't. I didn't get that part. And see, there, there we go. Right back to right back to putting on band aids. See, he he didn't understand. Why are we going to do the the, the the electrical cars? Oh no, he understood. Well, but chose to share what he knew. The, other people wouldn't understand. <laughs> right. There we go. Right. Let me yeah, say this fast enough. I've already said so that y'all don't catch up. PhD yeah. in spin. PhD yes. in lying. Yeah. Yes. And so here he wants to, he wants to confuse you with making you think. Well, they're spending this much money on A, B, and C, as though you can relate to the, the amounts. We yes. don't even work in those fields. Like, right. we know you don't know how they're relative yeah. or not. Yeah. But the whole point is, the school buses, man. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was crazy. Bruh, okay. That's what I started like. See, but first of all, I guess, I guess it's something. It's, it's just the yellow ones. <laughs> no, it's the yellow ones. <laughs> now you understand why I was laughing. Okay. The other ones okay. are fine. I'm glad but, you caught me. But somehow between that and the idea that... He's, he was trying to project that if we spend money now, we won't get the we won't get the return on it. The return on your investment is the whole point. Yes. So we will actually spend less Hold money up. fixing something now, so you won't have to run into something you haven't spent the time in actually truly investigating later. We've already talked about electric cars and how they will actually benefit you. Yeah. I'm sorry, West Virginia. Shout out to y'all. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, coal ain't coming back. Kentucky, <laughs> it's, it's not, coming, not back. coming back. Ain't coming back. And if this man promises you, for real, free yachts that run on coal, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not going to be real. Shit is done. Come on, okay. man. So, and I, I would love to say I hate to be the person who focuses on minutia. Oh no, you don't. I don't. Right. Uh, <laughs> the yellow school buses. That shit was crazy. Oh my god, it's that the most hilarious and stupid thing I've ever heard in my life about how many billions he wants to spend on yellow school buses. Was it one sixty? I think is what he said. Something like that. Um <laughs> if you're not talking about school buses being electric school buses, shut the fuck up, please. Facts. 
we are not living in the world where you're going to fix Detroit <laughs> style or replace Detroit style, Detroit style yellow school buses in this fucking America. I did, I did. Our kids right now, oh, I'm sorry, because I know I'm ramping up. Our kids right now are living at home trying to get better Wi-Fi well, in South Carolina, in in Alabama, in Missouri, just the so they can learn without catching fucking COVID. Mm. You're telling me you're going to fix school buses? Bro, please don't have this conversation with me and act like you really have done your research. Something that you said uh, right after really stuck, stuck with me. He, he explains it the way he explains it tells you that he knows what he's saying is bullshit. Absolutely. He knows that what he's saying is bullshit. See, it's a difference between lying yes. and being deceitful. Yes. There's a huge difference. You if go. you're lying, he could have just said, Biden's going to spend the money on spaceships. It's like, that's right. a lie. That's right. a fucking lie. But if you say, oh, he's going on school buses and electric cars, and that's, that's what he's going to And it's like, you're being deceitful because you know good and goddamn well that that shit is going to fucking help. There you go. That's just going to help. But you're, the way you're explaining it to the people who aren't going to do the research, they're going to listen to you and be like, oh, yeah, that's some bullshit. No, it ain't. You don't. You never have to take your car back to the dealership to get fixed for the same thing twice. You just don't. Because when you leave, they're going to tell you, We've, look at this right here. Sir, take a look at this right here. We did this for you. Mm. We went ahead and filled that back up. We went ahead and replaced that right there and there. And that's how you got your total. That's yep. how you get. That's how they get paid. By, yep. You know, because they can't get paid if you get back in your car and it don't crank after, mm. they, after you showed up telling them I can't get it to crank. Mm. It won't turn over. So when you get in your, your, your keys and your car didn't start, it would be it would be a car deal. It wouldn't be a mechanic in the country. Hell no. He's really trying to convince you for a moment that everything we're gonna spend this money on it ain't gonna do nothing. Mm. It ain't gonna do nothing. Now the only what they're really trying to say is. Damn, I hate the fact that they're trying to fix stuff and, and they're going to get credit for it. Oh, yeah. They're going to do some stuff. They're going to get credit for doing stuff. People going to see that they did that stuff and they're going to know stuff could actually get done. Yeah. You remember when we was kids and we was like, yo, that car heavy as hell. They made that shit out of fucking steel. What is that, iron? <laughs> like, and then we were like, hold up. Um, yeah, but I want to have that Jaguar. That's sexy. That's dope. Why that Cadillac still running? Mm-hmm. Oh, it don't matter. You hit a bump on that on that Jaguar. Oh, it's pretty. It's still bumping. Okay, that's cool. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Get, we getting it fixed though. It's gonna look pretty. Sir. It's gonna be pretty though. But it's gonna be pretty. Um, but damn, that Cadillac has lasted through all these things because they used to make things that last. Do it right when you did it right. Mm-hmm. But now. This motherfucker wants to remake school buses. <laughs> That's his thing. If it's it's nothing, if there's nothing else you taking from this thing, I'm telling you, we gotta fix these goddamn school buses. Um, <laughs> so I'm get, get the, you a Pro Stitches T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> selling right. band-aids. Right. You can't stop the bleed with that band. Under Armour stitches. The, right. the the young lady, she was in the last clip, but the young lady that's giving the interview. I just want everybody to listen to how her cadence. Uh, not only just her cadence, but her tone. Yes. How uh, how direct she is and how disciplined she is. Absolutely. Knowing that somebody's talking to her with some bullshit. Yes. But she's so dispassionate. Yes. That she almost disarms him. There you go. To say bullshit. So I'm, I'm gonna play this for y'all. Let y'all hear this real quick. He sounds like an idiot after her. He does. I'm gonna let y'all listen real quick. 
So let me ask you, because, you know, there'll be people watching um, and who will note that under President Trump, there was a major increase in the national debt. They saw that rise after the tax cut. And now the Biden administration, of course, wants to raise taxes to spend uh, money on infrastructure, childcare, and education. First of all, Russ, tell us why you think one is better than the other. And what do you say to those critics who argue that Republicans largely abandoned this notion of fiscal conservatism during the Trump presidency? Well, I reject it. And I think one of the things you have to understand is that we were trying to get the economy growing. And you can't address spending if the economy is not growing. And so one of the priorities the last president, President Trump, had was to get a major tax increase in place that was going to be paid for over the course of a 10-year period. And we had a comprehensive budget proposal that had $4 trillion in savings that would have allowed us to get ourselves back on the road to balance over 15 years. People on the Hill rejected that. We were able to get the tax increase, the, the tax cut into law, and that was what led to the enormous boom that you saw under the last president. And unfortunately, we were then uh, given a pandemic and an economic shock that required significant resources, I think on a bipartisan basis. I, I supported that uh, because I think that's what's necessary in a situation like that. You got to throw everything you got at a problem like that. But now we're in it. We're we're getting out of the we're moving towards the recovery, and we've got to be careful about what we're spending money on. And and I think there could be a room for infra infrastructure bill, but not a two trillion dollar bill that has seven percent for what most people think of as infrastructure. Uh. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> as for what most people consider, how, how can he speak Say for that. what most people consider infrastructure? And on top of that, let's Come talk on. about the pandemic he spoke of, which happened in your last year. The very last you year. Have, you did not budget for a fucking pandemic, you lying-ass bastard. <laughs> the fuck are you talking oh, about? Brownie, that was not a part of your idea. No. Brownie, you're doing a hell of a job. <laughs> 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 Thank you. you remember that. You remember that speech. You remember that speech. Brownie's doing a hell of a job. <laughs> <laughs> all I can this say is, first of all, April, this is not April Fools. Yeah, no, this it's not. not. No, 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 please not. know that. I know it was this week. This ain't April Fool. This no. is one of the people that I need y'all to understand this. This is one of the people that Trump went to about the budget and asked him their educated opinion. This is one of the people. And he told him, he told his boss what his boss wanted to hear. Yeah. That's what he did. He yeah. told his boss what he said. Man, ooh, he spun that thing right, and then he kept throwing in that increase versus the tax cut. For me, for me, the beautiful part is the, the young lady who's asking the questions. She's posing the questions in such a way, mm. like I said before, in, off, off uh, during the break. She's posing the questions in such a way where she already knows the answer. Mm. Always, it's always. It's, it's your, it's your, it's your mother who's asking you, "Where were you at the school today?" Now she didn't see you on your bike. Over there by the arcade. She does. <laughs> come home. She saw you peddling. Carla already called her and said, "He's right here, right now." Slurpy, right there in his hand. <laughs> but you, but you at home doing your homework. But you at home. You at home. Now we had no cell phones. Yes, man. So again, when you got mm -hmm. caught up, this is exactly how she posed the question. Let me go awesome. So what'd you do at the school today? I came right, came right, came right home. I came, came right home. Did your homework? Came right home. Okay. Mm. Okay. That's, that's where you get that, that forehead nod. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. You gonna stick with that? You gonna stick with yeah. that? Okay. okay. I just that's, that's the okay when there's no lips showing. Like, uh, all right. I just I need, I just need everybody to remember. So eventually we're gonna have to vote again, right? And I need everybody to understand that this is where we came from. 
I know as humans, we're we're programmed to forget pain, well, right? Mm. If you if something hurt, after a while, you kind of forget how bad it hurt. Mm-hmm. I need y'all to remember this, and I know I kind of feel like an asshole for reminding y'all about y'all's pain, but I don't want to go back to this. No, I have to. I don't want to go back to this at all. I enjoy talking about mundane shit about policy. I enjoy talking about shit about making shit better. I know it's boring, but Which I enjoy... it's supposed to be. Yes. Sure. I want to remind black people how we are the most accepting, forgiving people in the world. Mm. And we're so comfortable being these people. And you can't be this way always. Mm. It doesn't mean that you have to start the revolution over. This is not a Marcus Garvey speech I'm speaking about going back home. Mm -hmm. This is not a W.E.B. Du Bois educate your way out of it. Mm -hmm. I want you to understand you cannot accept the same thing over and over again and keep thinking, well, they'll get better if we just explain it better, right? And this is what I want to say, not just black people, but to Democrats, liberals, whoever keeps acting like pussies when they get to the goddamn, and you know what? Pussies are not the right way to put it. We love pussy. Stop acting like suckers when you get to this point and somebody's always running over you and you have no answer other than Maybe I need to explain it better. You, you know what, though? I think we're beyond that. And the reason why I think we're beyond that now is because just like with the COVID relief bill, they knew they played the game. Right. They was like, we're going to go to the Republicans. We're going to ask for bipartisan. We're going to do all that. And at the end of the day, they knew what they had to do. And I feel like with this, judging from what the, the GOP, the, what they've already said, how they're not going to support anything that they're doing. Yeah. They already know. They be like, look, we can't keep playing this fucking game with y'all, man. People are dying. We can't keep doing this with y'all. So we're going to come to you, knock on your door. Hey, y'all want to? No? You, you don't want to take part? You sure? Okay. All right. Back. And then they're going to do what they got to yeah, do. I think I, I don't think we're at the kumbaya, let's get along shit anymore. I don't think we're there. I don't even think the Democrats who are officers are there anymore. Well, I we, hope, we don't. Hope demon, right. We don't. Democrats and independents don't demonize the, the, the GOP. Fact. We don't demonize them. We disagree with them. We don't demonize them. They demonize us. Right. That's their only recourse is to make us the boogeyman, the bad guy, or the uninformed because that's their, that's their game plan. Yeah. That's their go-to. Their go-to is, I'm going to put it out there. We know we got a ride or die crew. Our ride or die crew don't read. <laughs> They don't. At they all. don't. They don't, all. they don't invest time in trying to no. f- into asking questions. And they count on that. They yeah. count on the representative they that's going to speak is they speaking know. for me, and I assume whatever he's talking about must be in my best interest. Yeah. And that's why we're here to make sure. Again, you get to hear the clips for yourself. You get to hear us laugh about it because again, that was like a Saturday Night Live skit right there. Right? I got one more. I got, I got one more. No, there's another one. one. No, no, there's yeah, a better one. There's a better one. That was Dan Aykroyd. Oh no, no, no. It's no. a better one coming. No, yeah. so uh, the first two were just pre up, the pre ups. Let me let you know. This <laughs> next one. Oh my God. So the I know y'all heard recently uh, we had a pandemic, right? I know y'all have heard this. Y'all may have heard somebody talking about this. You know, it just passed. I don't know. I'm from Texas. I don't believe in pandemic. It's a pandemic. Something I'm like Florida. That. I don't know, know anything about, about a pandemic. What is, do you mean? Is that a, almost like Freaknik? <laughs> <laughs> right. Something like it. Okay. Is that Rolling Thunder concert? So the, so Coachella. The, so, the, <laughs> so the young lady, the young lady asked this genius about uh, their genius. their financial uh, projections mm-hmm. when it came to the pandemic, mm-hmm. and this is what. 
the genius that Trump used as a budget director had to say, y'all gonna love this one. All right, well, let me ask you this. Last February, when coronavirus was spreading across the globe, but had yet to fully uh, hit the U.S., you predicted the economy would grow at a usual 3% and that, quote, coronavirus is not something that is going to have ripple effects. Looking back at it now, Russ, is there anything that you would have approached differently in the Trump administration? No, look, of course, you make those kinds of predictions when you don't have the, the, full, the full scope of information at your disposal. And so knowing what we now know, uh, you know, there are certain uh, uh, we wrote a budget based on a pre pandemic uh, set of assumptions. And but we we approach the crisis at every juncture as if resources was not going to be something that would stand in our way. From day one, we amended our budget. Uh, we made sure that everything was required to fight the the, the COVID-19, uh, and we were willing to work on a bipartisan basis. And the challenge with that is that you really couldn't know on the front end all of the things that you were going to need, because even the day, even as you go through a single day, your resource needs were, would change. And we had a good bipartisan working relationship with Democrats in the midst of that crisis to make sure that the whole thing was fully funded. Uh, okay, uh, it's something to unpack in that. Can you stop making that face? Because you making me laugh. I can't. Sure. I can't. I, mean, I, I have so many But go ahead. Go ahead. I don't go know. Ahead. Was that Latin or pig Latin? Because <laughs> it was one of the two. So, no, it's called Sorry. pig shit. But Man. I understand what you mean. Um, let me just Golly. say, the dude who says, who's asked a question about a pandemic, and then says you have no idea about a pandemic whose president and person who put him in charge actually knew about the pandemic and didn't tell us for X amount of months. Y'all can y'all can y'all can all speculate on how many months that was. I don't know how it matters how many months. Frizzy. The fact that <laughs> the fact that there are at least three that we know of. Um there's some people who said it was the November before. There's some people who say it was the January. It, it doesn't matter. That's not important. Hey, what happens when a couple trillion dollars got to get spent? What you gonna do? So, so when you when you have a situation, right? When you have a situation that's as dire as the the pandemic was, you would think. See, I've seen disaster movies, right? <laughs> I've seen them. When you have a situation that's as dire, you get the smartest people that you can find. From everywhere, you get the crazy ass old white man with the fucked up hair and the thick glasses. <laughs> right. You get the Professor. crazy ass lady right. in the corner that's talking to the cat, but knows math backwards and forwards. Right. You get all them together. You say, "What the fuck do we do? Why y'all didn't do that? Why y'all didn't get the cat lady or the or the old crazy white man?" Because Trump only saw snakes on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, first of all, if you don't, if you. They were already getting their direction from the smartest man in the world. Oh, God. <laughs> the smart, I mean, didn't he tell you he didn't need to have his meetings with the generals? The because, stable genius. Come on. The stable genius. So are you genius. going to really listen to a person who studied something over, <laughs> over Donald Bro, telling you he's got this the man? person who wouldn't listen after multiple minutes if his name doesn't come up. That's a fact. People are telling you in the administration, if his name doesn't come up, he can't keep mm. his concentration on the meeting. It's gonna be trouble, trouble. <laughs> bruh. I'm Real really, talk. I'm, I'm really talking about some mush mouth type, bruh. Okay, first of all, if we want to take it there, we you got to at least do it justice. You, you forgot 
the annual let's give kudos to how it's such an honor to even be in his presence. Lord. Remember, that was how the meeting started. Lord. Yeah, have if you want to really tell it all, I mean, come on, can we really get to infrastructure if we had to start and do this round robin? And so, first of all, even be in the administration here today, Mr. President, just, oh, to, just give, be in the room with you. Give an, honor. give an honor to Don. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Newcomers. <laughs> uh, the deacons, deaconess, that's first lady. That's an interesting way to put it because yeah. it really is like when your pastor is about to become a bishop, and everybody just has to suckle. The, you gotta kiss the, the ring, teat. man. Yeah, kiss the ring. Suckle the, the time in. He sacrificed. He oh, cared for families. Man. He took calls when he didn't you want to. You're not going to get that money if you don't. So in in Trump's administration, in order to get a meeting with him, and get him to listen, you had to ki- you had to sit around and you had to kiss the ring. Kiss the ring. How many people do y'all feel? And I'm talking to you, people who are listening. How many people do you feel have to kiss the ring for Biden in order to get heard, or do they just have to be smart at what the fuck they're talking about? Think about that for a second. The more you know. I want to know. I just need you. I need you. With all of this stuff that's going on with voter suppression, uh, Georgia and Texas now is on the bullshit, by the way. I just read well, that today. ML- Texas is on the bullshit, by the way. MLB, MLB, which is of the top four, the one that has yes. the least amount of black Thank representation. You. Then that's how you say And I take that back. Mm-hmm. I take that back. Mm-hmm. NHL is probably lower. Yeah. But. It's not that far off. There like there are a lot of brothers playing in the NHL right now, but MLB stepped up and said, "Oh no, we pulled this. Yeah, this is bullshit. You're not going. We're not going to do this in Atlanta, one of the blackest cities in the South, because Georgia is fucking up. And, and not it, only that, Atlanta has one of the. It's one of the best economies in the world. And it was done when MLB was saying we were doing this." For Hank Aaron. There you go. Mm. And the greatest representation of respecting Hank Aaron is pulling that shit the fuck out of Atlanta. All day. Let me tell you something. I That's watched the real. Interview. I watched the interview with the CEO from Delta. Mm. I, talk about I said it talking, to you. No, I watched this on TV. Okay, I, talking, I said it to you oh, as well. If you talk about a, a guy talking in circles. Oh, my God. He, he was backtracking like Michael Jackson well, on... Part of what it was is we were Motown Review. His excuse, Delta's excuse, if you didn't know, Delta initially came out with some comments online, social media and whatnot, in which they were in support of, again, the Jim Crow yep. uh, implementation they're trying to bring back. They're trying to have some throwback. It was throwback Thursday. Yeah. Mm. They're trying to really throw it back 60, days, throwback. 60 years of, de- of uh, throwback. And so the CEO of Delta was basically trying to say, we saw some of the early paperwork on what, happened, what these laws was going to look like. We didn't really know it was going to end up being how many marbles was in the jar for black people to be able to vote. And, oh, did I also mention you can't have no water in line? Don't you dare get nobody to no water. First of all, I don't think y'all heard him, and I want to rewind just for a second. Mm-hmm. He said 60, near, 60 years of throwback. If you didn't catch that reference, go back and watch some movies. Do you Googles? I heard it. <laughs> I just want everybody to actually catch what we're, what we're putting down here. It's really about people living a good life. And people are really trying to throw back to snatch you. It's so accurate what he was saying, talking about 20 years a slave. And somebody who was free being snatched back mm-hmm. into slavery. 
Well, if you're not catching the, bruh, Rock M ain't that far far in the background. Come on, bro. it ain't Come it ain't now. that hard to find. Come on now, I would hope that by I just now, want everybody to, I, I would hope now we're, since we're thirty to thirty shows in, I would hope that y'all be able to catch these uh catch these lyrics that we putting down. But we ain't got flex to, to wind it back. So I mean, sometimes. <laughs> It, it goes in between and people don't catch it. That's so I need y'all to understand the difference between a presidential, uh, a, a, somebody who's presidential and somebody who's faking the funk. Indeed. And we need not to go back. And see, when I put it up in the Discord, mm-hmm. I, my, the thing that made me, that made me proud is once again, it validates the very thing we kept stressing to everybody beforehand about why your vote would matter. So now it's, it's not whether or not you really are a Biden guy. It's whether or not you want better for the country. Mm-hmm. JR mentions all the time being an American. Yeah. Being an American. So with you being an American, you want America to thrive. You want America to benefit. You want America to grow. And that's socially, economically, spiritually, mm-hmm. every which way possible is what we're looking for. And in this case, once again, your vote led to Biden being in office, led to Kamala Harris being in a position to break all ties, and now you guess what? You got infrastructure coming. Yes, so do. there is truth in, in standing for something and actually seeing it through to see what happens when you stand by. Woo. Yes. Whew, I, you know what? I'm glad we're up on it because I, I don't know. I ain't got nothing. Ladies to, and gentlemen, I don't have nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing after that. Um, so I hope y'all enjoyed the clips because it was tough for me to listen to them to send them to y'all because I didn't have everybody else to laugh at them with because they, they was making me mad when I was listening to them by myself. I was getting pissed, but I'm glad I was able to listen to y'all. We up on it. We're going to take our last break and then we're going to get back with y'all. Hex, give me more. UDK. Mm. 
Yes, sir. Ladies Rahaven. and gentlemen. It was 7 a.m. That Yeah. That was what's her name again? Rahaven. Rahaven. Yeah. Yeah. Seven a.m. Uh, yeah, like, sound like Snow Allegra. He's, right now, she's her own person. No, she's I'm her own wonderful I am not artist. Crapping on and girl. if she ever hears this and decides that she wants and to have an interview or wants to talk to us, we would appreciate it because your music is absolutely dope. And it took me a while to figure out exactly which one I wanted to play. Um. So we, we didn't, there's a couple things we didn't get to. Last week, <laughs> last week we didn't get to uh, anything light. And uh, we're going to make up for that this pod. Well, and this pod, we didn't get to our AAU submission. Well, and that is because this week is Irv's, but he is on assignment. Yes. So we are going to respect his uh, opportunity to give his submission and he will be giving it next pod. Uh, but I just want to let y'all know it's a doozy. His mm-hmm. is, uh, I, I like to think that every time we kind of up the, we kind of up, up the bar. Andy. Like every up time Andy. somebody gives one, yeah, every time somebody gives an AAU, everybody else is like, oh, they go back to the drawing board with a notepad and mm-hmm. try to do some more research and get a little bit more on that person. So, uh, Irv, Irv knocked it out of the park. Yeah. I, I, look, for, I look forward to it. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I know Irv's going to bring it. Oh, man. And I look forward to it. Yeah. Um, so, okay. But let's real quick talk about, again, to remind people. Why we do AAU. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. It, it came from Hex talking about the idea of let's talk about up and comers who are doing big things. Um, Hex has right, always talked about that, but also added in the idea of a new thing we're going to talk about later on. Not this episode, but later on. Talking about allies. And. True. We have to give respect and love to people who are not in our crew and not in our group, but you can't get there without other people trying to help you get there. You have to be a part of the Jewish people who were on the buses where Martin Luther King was getting stopped. You have to be somebody who's also putting their lives on the line for us to be there. There you go. Yeah. You can't make it simply on struggle alone. It's it's about it's about righteousness versus evil. Indeed. At the end of the day, we might uh we might scale it down and try to put it into subgroups about this culture or this class versus this race. Or, yeah. But at the end of the day, if you just do righteousness versus evil, then you kind of see where the lines are drawn. I can't look at you as somebody who's of another race and just assume that you're my enemy. You might actually be sympathetic to my cause. You might be down. You might be willing Indeed. to help. Or you might be one of my skin folk who've been brainwashed into thinking that things should be a certain way and I can't trust you. You might not, you know, you might not be the one who's going to help pull me out of my bullshit. And we all understand skin folk versus kin folk. Yeah. And, and just, okay. just to say about the AAU, what I've in the early um, submissions that we've had is the idea that these people are no, not necessarily in our region. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily it, it's throughout the country, whether you're in Chicago, Indianapolis, or whether you're in Compton, wherever you are, it, it, we, we, we try to relate. And mm-hmm. that's what I think we also need to do with our own is to relate to whether you're not in our region or you're somewhere else. And how that applies to you in your region, and I think that's going to give us a better, a more broader picture of what uh, we're up against. Yeah, we we might work from the DMV, 
This is not a DMV podcast. Exactly. This podcast is about our representation of people all around America. Mm -hmm. We all went to HBCUs. We all worked with people and knew people and know people to this day. Because, first of all, if you ever went to HBCU, you have lifelong friends from all places in America. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's just how it goes. Yes. It doesn't work differently. So I want everyone to know we are talking to you. We are talking to you so you understand we are not talking about just our lives, not just our kids, not just our families. We are talking to you about your families and wanting you to have better because we're trying to have better. And we're frustrated. We're happy. We're doing all these things because we are trying to embedder the world that we can touch. So if you hear our messages, we're talking to you. Yeah. yeah. And that's making sure we remind everyone always that, you know, what we do this for and that we raise power in numbers and that we have made progress mm -hmm. and there's more progress to make. But we want everyone to acknowledge these first few steps are going the way we wanted things to go and helping help the, the politicians who are in our favor have other allies that we elect then we know what results we're going to get. That's the mm -hmm. point. Now we always, we always talk about people complaining. We're trying to do problem solving. And we can't just complain at one part of the problem or two parts. Because in actuality, because of the way that our uh, our government is is structured, there are three parts, there are three yeah. branches. Yeah. And I don't know if everybody really understands how intricate they are and how they apply to each other. But we can't just... Uh, we can't just attack one branch, right? So you can't just attack, well, not attack, but you can't just reform the presidency and you can't just reform the Supreme Court. You can't just reform Congress. We have to go at all of them in totality. So in order to do that, we have to know who we can send to what branch to do what. This ain't just a, okay, we voted in November and we're done, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. But it ain't just one thing. No, it's so, never over. It ain't. Too many people have died. Too many people have worked. Too many people have been injured to get here. And are continually and doing that. Too. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and continue to Sticking do Sticking their neck out. And Easy always says, haters of all ages. Mm -hmm. We are talking to everyone. This mm -hmm. is not about something like if we wanted to have a local podcast, we could put this shit on PGC and just have a good old time with ourselves. Like, hey, we want to do the slow down hour. Oh, we can do the two to four, two to six. It's not about that. It's really about giving our heart and soul to people wanting to hear good, good information, good information that they just didn't take the time to listen to. Mm -hmm. It's not because you dumb. It's not because, oh, we trying to tell people we're smarter than you. No, no, no. We're just regular folks. And, and we talk about having lighter moments and, and as far as getting deep. And there, there are people who are sacrificing, as you just said, KG, to allow us to have those lighter moments, mm -hmm. to enjoy. And sometimes when we're enjoying, we tend to forget what paved the way. And Hex always says that um, we can't say that we haven't made progress. We're, we, we're capable of even reaching out right mm -hmm. now yeah. and we are in in a much better situation than 
maybe people who, who have paved the way for us. And we have to remember that. And that and that's the key thing Always. here. We do our part by looking up this information about going through the uh, emotional mm. toll. Because during the week to do this, there's an emotional toll. It is a fucking toll. And we appreciate y'all for listening. I say that all the time. We appreciate y'all for listening, but we really do. Because in my mind, if you took the time to listen, you care. Because we don't talk about trivial shit. Mm-mm. We don't talk about fluff. We don't talk about surface stuff. We talk about deep stuff. So if you actually take the time to listen and go through this emotional talk with us, then that shows me that you that you give a damn. Yeah. And I appreciate you for it. Yeah, so we're not doing... Okay, so we're going to do the light stuff next week. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly... I'm going to tell you right now, at least two of us in this room are UNC fans, University of North Carolina. And honestly, even the people who would hear that will always think, oh, Michael Jordan. No, actually, we were fans when it was Worthy and Perkins and all them before that. Brad Dorn. You can't. can't. Okay, we're not talking about that. We're not not doing the trolling show. We're not doing the trolling (laughs) show. No, no. And I'm not being funny, but I do do want to be honest about the fact that the reason why I became a UNC fan to talk about uh, Roy Williams retiring, I became a UNC fan because that coach put um, John Thompson on the Olympic coaching team. Dean Smith. Dean Smith put John Thompson on the Olympic coaching team. The first black man to be in that position. That was a respect that I had not heard of. And then I go back and hear about what Dean Smith fought for to get black players into UNC and yeah everybody can say oh well it was selfless you know you really wanted to do this and I know it's supposed to be about the guy who retired but no this is the tree sure and you have to know where the tree is to know where the leaves and the branches come from Mm -hmm. and I always respected Dean Smith because he set a precedent for respecting people regardless of where they were from. I didn't know this until later that Shashevsky had done similar things coming from Army under uh, Bob Knight and getting to be a similar type of person in North Carolina because at that point it was Duke and you just thought of them differently. Um, But again, this goes to our Talking about people who are allies. Yeah, we wanted one of the ideas coming up uh, in the real near future. There's going to be a shout out, uh, an entire, hopefully, an entire show make more sense so we get the opportunity to really broaden where we want to yeah. come at it from. But the idea is, we just want to make sure that people are clear that there are a lot of people out here who help us get to where we're trying to get, and they don't. And as as KG stated, uh, they do not look like us. Um, and, and so often the case, and especially nowadays with the, with the um, the racial climate that exists, uh, we want it needs to be clear uh, that there are a lot of people who help us get what we're trying to get, and that without them we wouldn't be that wouldn't be possible. Black pride is not white hate, exactly. Not at all. And I know that we get animated here, and people sometimes will get this shit fucked up. We don't hate white people. 
Not, not at all. Everyone in this room has real relationships with people of other races. Let's not even make it about white people because it's really not that. But people will say, oh, well, y'all just really just talk about black people like, oh, you think y'all are all gods? You think you're all this? No. It's about understanding if everyone in society is telling you you're less than, you need to know who you really are. Absolutely. If everything has been trampled down about you, you need to build yourself up. Absolutely. And that is not at the whims of society. We fight for us. Absolutely. And so I mean, we need to step up. Uphill climb. It always seemed to have been an uphill climb. And it always will be. But we are not stepping on anyone else to, to be that. No. And that's a hardship of being black is that it always seems like we need to put someone down to get up. Sure. A leader, and we don't have to. A leadership is leadership. A leader of men. And I think when you guys talk about Dean Smith or Roy Williams, even John Thompson, you know, we talk about uh, guys who put the young man first. You know, you, they're, they're getting basically kids coming in mm -hmm. and they leave out as men um, through experiences. And, and I, I, their alumni, you know, we could do, you talked about the Jordans and the Perkins and you talk about the list of guys who went on to NBA, but not just that, what they achieved in life. Uh, yeah. And, and, and anytime white, black, whatever your nationality is, if you are a leader of men, you're just a leader of men. And and that's something that is a quality that we all need to, you know, embrace, take on, and, you know, just really pass on to the next generation. When you hear 50-year-old men saying, I call my coach. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they're not poor. They're not looking for something. Sure. They're not in need. Sure. They are simply telling you about someone who helped me become the man that I am. Absolutely. That is leadership. Sure. And that tells you something about the person and how much they care about you. Yes. And that's all I want to say about Roy Williams. Sure. I have never, and X, tell me if I'm wrong, I have never heard anyone say, Roy Williams didn't care about me. They can say, hey, I could have done better. I could have scored more points, whatever. His offense didn't work for me. Uh, I wish he had played me when I thought I was better than this guy. No one's that I've ever heard said this man didn't care about me. Sure. This man didn't ask me about my mom. This man been, didn't talk to my family. I never heard that. And for me, that's enough for me to have love and respect for this man. Absolutely. On top of the fact that he brought championships, he had loving relationships with people, even troubled people during his time. Sure. Never heard anything bad about him. That's just me, though. So Roy, Roy ultimately came back to Carolina. 
Roy made his name at Kansas. At Kansas, won way more at Carolina in the small time. The small time, the small window. He did at Kansas. So we're talking about uh, who was that? Jock Vaughn and those teams of Kansas, correct? Right. And we're talking about a situation. He won one with Danny Manning, and he won. Yeah, way more at, at Carolina. So that alone tells you this: these are two, you know, premier programs. This man put his footprint in, and, and and could you imagine the lives he's impacted in these places? I can't. And it, it, it's 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 crazy because you uh, you you know you have to kind of wear two hats because you're dealing with you know alumni, parents, and the kid itself in the best interest of the kid. I'm that, sure, that's that's amazing. I'm sure somewhere, and I didn't look for it because. This was late, way down on the totem pole of things I really cared about this week. Sure. <laughs> We've gone through a, th- a few things earlier. Um, I'm sure there's a Michael Jordan quote somewhere about Roy. Sure. Because they have a relationship of some sort. I don't know what it is. I'm sure Worthy have said something. Gas house man himself. Everybody who knows that is Gastonia, North Carolina. Um, there are so many people who know him and know something about him. I just didn't care about that while George Floyd's murderer was walking around sure. here, not understanding that he's a murderer. Sure. But I want to give respect to the man. And there is a final four going on. We did see the ending and understand that there are two one seeds. Yes. Gonzaga and Baylor. Yeah. Who y'all got? I got Baylor. Do you have Baylor or do you want them to win? He just wanted them to First win. First of all, I out too He just wanted them to win. I, I, <laughs> I just want to say that right I now. I saw Baylor play all year. Personally, again, where I, where I was staying in the, in, the, in the A. Shout out to my one of my neighbors, uh, Mr. White. But his son, uh, who's a ball player at, at USC Upstate, uh, is best buddies with Adam Flagler, who played at Duluth High School. Kids in Monster, uh. and he and he went from going to Presbyterian to transferring to Baylor. So it's such a such a story. First of all, because he was underrated as far as again, you, okay. you go from Presbyterian uh-huh. to Baylor. Somebody somebody second guessed you, and now he's one of the best shooters and best players in the game, and he's on the verge of possibly winning a national championship. So uh-huh. I, I rock with Baylor though. I always thought of them more of a little underdog, but I you know I love a Gonzaga because of the story. Sure, they are the anti. Sure. And they did it the way they did it. And, you know, I got a problem with the rankings and all this kind mm-hmm. of high school kids and who's saying who's good and who's not. I spoke on it, but I don't bring it up on here, but, I, you know, I speak on it. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I, got, yeah. I feel some type of way. And, uh, you know. So you got, you got. I got, I got Baylor. All right. Casey, who you got? Ladies and gentlemen, this is <laughs> 1,000 words on how to say. I just don't like the mother motherfuckers. <laughs> Who you, you no, I, I, I haven't been watching. Y'all already know I haven't been watching. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I want everybody to play well and get to the NBA. Because you've gotten this far. Get to the NBA. JR, who you got? Hey, I'm with KG. Um, I haven't been following as much this year, but... Um, from what I saw tonight, that that was the March Madness, April. That's what we look for. That was that, great game. That last that, shot that was dramatic, great. That was great game. That dramatic. So so I got to run with, with Gonzaga right now they got because, hey, they had that 
that that one shining moment they talk about. And and, and, and great way to put it. And, and, great way to put it. And and this was and this I gotta ride the wave right now. I, I, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being the casual fan right now. I guess I'm being a front runner. But right now, I let's go. I I let's wanted go. so the the um the UCLA Gonzaga game went off a little while ago. And it was such a good game. I was mad. I was hurt for UCLA the way that the game yeah. ended because it's off one shot. But I was hurt for myself because I wanted another quarter basketball. Yeah. Between them, like I wanted more game. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I want them to play longer. And then we hit the shot. I felt bad, but some of it was, it was for, the, for UCLA, but some of it for me. I was like, oh, they got to stop the game now. It was, it was a great game. Um, I got to go with Gonzaga, man. I can't. I, I'm just. Um, can, can I throw this out there? Go ahead. Um, Baylor won by twenty today. No, I told them. I, I told them about that. They lost well, them by nineteen. Yeah. Tada. Yeah. Seventy-eight, fifty-nine. Yeah. They put a twenty on them in the in the in the in the semifinals. In the final four. So, final four. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be a great because what it is, it's it's a it's a matchup fact, fact. That's a factor. And so when you put Mitchell, point guard from from Baylor, who's mm-hmm. lottery pick, mm-hmm. uh, lightning in two bottles. <laughs> And you throw that up against Suggs, we going to see. It's going to be And good. I got to say this. We go see. I got to say this. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go. No, go ahead. And so on the way here, they, I listened to a little sidebar. They were talking about his nickname. So the kid's nickname, because he, he shut down Grimes from Houston. Who, yeah. And, and his, his nickname is, is Bad Night. So that's, that's, that's one of those you have. You come up with a Bad yeah, Night. Yeah, you should have started with that. I would have been more interested. Bad Night. Better. But I want to say this because Jr. put me on to this. I'm honestly more interested in the girls' game than I am the men's, and that's not. I watched that, a couple that, this week. That's a new thing for me mm-hmm. because I have to honestly say the girls be banging. Yeah, I watched they, a couple they be games banging this out there, and the way we talk about real sports, the real way that the game is supposed to be played. I enjoy the girls' college way more than I enjoy the boys. It will sneak up on The boys yeah. have become this AAU version of what college basketball is supposed to be. And it's, I don't want to call it trash because that's not what I mean. What I mean is it's way less quality ball. Quality. Thank you. That's the right quality word. Is it's the way less quality. The girls. The Mm-hmm. And and I can call them girls because I'm 47. I can say they're girls. Sure. I don't mean that in a derogatory manner. They ball. ball. I remember mm-hmm. being like a 20-year-old, having fun, going up to University of Maryland and playing with the University of Maryland team, yeah. female team. And they balled. They we ball. just had fun. fun. We had friends. We mm-hmm. were just friends, whatever. That's balling. Yes. These girls ball. I see these kids, these kids on the men's side, and I see a whole lot of bad shooting people shooting threes. Bad and I'm IQ. not understanding what's bad going IQ. on. Me, me, me. Bad IQ. Bad IQ. Bad IQ plays all around on the men's I side. Do. I do. I do. I thought it was just me. But the tattoos are there, the armbands, the headbands, the sleeves, the leg warmers. The yeah. <sighs> they looked apart. Man, they, they look, look dope. Can you can you box out? Can you slide your feet? Can you crash? I see you got all the color shoes. I see those are the, those the sneakers is unbelievable. We're watching the game and I'm screaming at the at the at the screen. 
run, go, go, go now. Sure. No, they're just waiting for everybody to get into their defense. And I'm like, you understand they're the number one seed. You're the 11 seed. Um, Why are you allowing them to get into this? We shall see. This, uh, this, and they lost. This is going to be a... It's gonna be a doozy next yeah. week. We're gonna see. So And first hey, of all, get, I gotta go, throw this out there. And the girl from and the girl from the Baylor UConn game, oh, she nice. got fouled. Unbelievable all no. night. She let foul, it score. Foul three times. And then and for them to say she kinda got smacked in the face. No. Yeah, that, we call it a foul. We call it a foul, foul. foul. Uh, this has been a wonderful podcast. I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as we love uh bringing it to y'all. Uh Hex, shout outs. Uh, shout out to everybody who listens. Shout out to everybody who supports. Shout out to everybody in the Discord. A lot of conversations. Join us. Yeah. Again, sh- shout out that that Discord. Yeah. Um, UDK Lounge. There we go. So UDK Lounge on Discord. Come talk to us. Chop it up. Say whatever you want. Uh, everybody who's on the show is a moderator. So say, you know, share your opinion. If you say some stupid shit, you might get banned. But we'll talk about that later. Uh, KG, shout out. Shout out to my cousin Q who just caught COVID and his wife Ebony. Mm-hmm. Um, we rocking with you. I know it's hard. Um, I can't even imagine what it really feels like. Mm-hmm. We're talking to my brother Easy, and he's talking about getting a shot and not feeling good. Mm, yeah, my man was in ECU in ICU. I'm sorry. Um, and just got something out of his esophagus to be able to just have the shit in his nose, like. I know I'm not being perfectly explanatory about this, but I'm making a point that when you talk about your first cousins, your baby first cousin being in ICU over COVID, I don't give a fuck how y'all feel about that. That's real to me. And that shit is hurtful. And I want him back. He, for the first time in his life, moved close to me. I hadn't even seen him yet. And now he's caught COVID. He and his wife. I'm hurt. You know what I'm saying? I called his parents this afternoon. His big brother, who is my closest cousin, his birthday is like seven days after mine, text me because he couldn't talk to me. He couldn't even call me because it was so hurtful that's where I was today so again we give this up because this means that much to us to have to do what we do easy comes off of a shot that was kicking his ass for two days three days no no I'm just people need to understand comes off the after a shot that was kicking his ass he wasn't even able to do a call three days ago yeah man and he comes in and does his job this is important man this is you know we have people my cousin is not doing well and i do my job we we have to do things we have to make sure um if if i can make it unless like something is falling off or like I, I don't have all of my faculties. I'm gonna do everything in my power to be here. Because yeah. in my mind, I feel like this is a service. This is a gift that I've been given, that y'all have been given, that we need to be able to give to the people. 
So anytime I could do that, I'm gonna be here. I'm, I'm giving them what if I can't make the call, yeah. I might not be able to make the call, but I know y'all got it. Yeah. So, you know, I don't really trip off of that. I know y'all gonna come up with some great ideas. But in order to do this, something gotta fall off. Or, you know, my faculty's gotta be fucked up or something. But I want people to understand. We do this because we think it's necessary. There you go. And if you don't understand how we're doing this for free because it's necessary, then you won't understand when we get to a ne- another level and we're asking, hey, $3? Can you listen for whatever? We'll I have there. no idea where it's going to go. We'll get there. But I'm just making a point. Yeah. Um, JR, shout Man, I'm going to take this kind of slow, guys. So... Um, first of all, shout out to DMX. Um, mm, yeah. And um, I just, I just want to, um, you know, know that we, we have, we have experienced this journey, and uh, we, what no one's really inside this man's head to understand exactly what demons or what he deals with or what we don't even really know exactly what the case is. But all we can do is just, you know, send out, you know, prayers out and um, our support. And I hope he does well. And I just want to rewind to where we started from with the Chauvin case um, and George Floyd. And and I'm asking Americans to stand up. Um, when this is when this is done, I need I, I, I need to see my I need to see my country. I need to see America be America and do the right thing. And I'm going to be saying this now, not just tonight, but. Every time you ask me for a shout out, Jay, mm-hmm. I, until this thing is resolved the correct way, I'm asking America to say, let's get this right. Dig and that. that's my shout out. Dig that. Hey, I dig that. Dope. Uh, shout out to anybody listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who has listened to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who has bookmarked this podcast. I'm going to listen to it later. Went back, listened to it. Said, oh shit, it's dope. Send it to somebody else. They listen to it. Be like, oh shit, this is dope. Listen to it. Send it to somebody else. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we're going to do this again next week, even if we feel good or not, because y'all can't get rid of us. Hex, give me one. U D K. campus 20 school kids gunned down in sandy hook a black teenager is murdered over skin color which feel like the chaos is everywhere you look 30 afghans killed at a family wedding 60 iraqi killed trying to vote a woman gets gang raped out in india five kids lives get ended by a drone i don't care if you're living in a high rise you're no different from a man in a hut Every single life is sacred in God's eyes. You ain't worth more cause you got more stuff. I don't care what the color of your skin is. I don't care about your fortune or fame. I just want for us to have more perspective and understanding everybody's pain is the same. Perspective, bird's eye view. It's beautiful up here. 
understanding and empathy for all others. Appreciation as a half for the half-nots. Recognizing people's worth is decided by the content of the character and not what they got. I get upset because it seems so hard for us.